0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> shouting for recruiting animal here you know who it is and it's september the 7th 2016 september 7 2016 today before we get going i want to talk about the dumbing down of america i saw someone writing about that on twitter this week and it's a claim i have to tell you that i don't understand because i assume the people everywhere at all times are poorly informed especially about politics that's what this person was talking about and you know what I understand why they're poorly informed it's a lot of work to follow the news and understand the policy and most people are never going to do that and I'm sure here's the thing they didn't do it in the past either when the average person had a lot less education than we do today now Some people are going to tell you that Europeans, of course, they're way more sophisticated politically than Americans. But we just saw the Brexit debate, and it didn't look much different than the political discussions in the USA to me. No! And I won't disagree! that the level of political debate in the ordinary conversation the ordinary person they're pretty dumb and i'm gonna prove it right now okay i've got a number of people in my facebook newsfeed who post about politics every day one guy he posted a claim just the other week Just the other week, this is 2016, he said that only capitalism creates pollution. I guess he's too young to remember the news about the pollution in Russia after the Soviet Union collapsed. All the celebrities went there. Annie Lennox, Annie Lennox, I don't know if you remember her, she went to investigate the pollution. And then the same guy, he posted an article. I guess I'm going on longer than I planned, but I'm going to finish he posted an article declaring that a First Nations tribe in Canada refused to accept a pipeline on their territory. Listen to this. Even though it would have paid each member of the tribe $267,000, right? Well, I'm a Canadian, and I hadn't heard about that in our news, so I checked it on Google. Here's the real story. Sixty-five percent of the people in that tribe, they voted to have talks, not reject Not reject. They voted to have talks about accepting the pipeline. So I posted it, and I told this guy that his posting was driven by bias alone. So here's what he told me. He said, well, it's rare for people to assess something without a strong preconception, which sounds like he means that his bias is simply normal and nothing he should be ashamed of. I think he should. Anyway, I was going to go on. I won't. I won't. That's enough, okay? Well, there's another guy. Whenever I disagree with him, last thing he calls me a a rat publican. I'm not even American. But there's a genius for you, right? But look, if you're sick of this stuff, you've come <laughs> you've come to the right place. You know why? Because uh, we're gonna have uh, a little fun tonight. On uh, Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? The recruiting animal. come on the show at six but i want to thank jerry for that shout and i want to thank pc recruiter the sponsor of the recruiting animal show okay uh today is a special kind of show Mm -hmm. because it's on at six o'clock in the evening it's an episode about two recruiters that maureen met that's maureen talking right now famous maureen Sherub. she met them when she went to uh, a sourcing conference in australia and new zealand she was a speaker I know Troy Hammond is here, but unbelievably, the other guy, Chris Long. His, I want you to know his Twitter address. This is Chris Long, okay? This guy chickened out. He didn't even call me. He didn't let oh, me no. know. I just found out a minute ago.
1: how did find out? I found out a minute ago.
0: What kind of chicken is that? He brought his buddy to protect him, the big guy with the <laughs> beard, and yet he just disappears. That's disrespect, Chris. I know you're on the other side of the world. That's not fair, okay? And I won't forget it.
1: Uh Oh. And you, Maureen, you're
0: supposed to manage these guys. Okay. Okay. I
1: don't see anything in here from Chris. Let's see. Let me check. Yeah, he
0: didn't tell anybody. He told Troy yesterday. Troy, are you here? Troy Hammond. I am. Can you hear me? There you go. I can. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Okay, we're gonna sing "God Save the Queen" to start the show. Okay, we're both from a (laughs) Commonwealth country. Are you ready?
2: What was it? what are we singing? The God, queen. Save the queen. <laughs> God save
0: the God queen. God save the don't queen. Don't you know it? <laughs> oh,
2: don't yeah. you know it? That's a,
0: Don't you know it? I
2: don't I don't know I don't know the words but I'll I'll play along.
0: Are you
3: kidding? <laughs> you're from Australia. Wait.
2: And you're making me laugh. I it. That is <laughs> save the great queen. Da, 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 da,
0: da. Sands. Her. Come on!
2: You're on your own here.
0: Of... You're on your own here. You're, yeah. you're terrible. You're ter- it's, the other guy doesn't <laughs> even show, and you don't know the national. I don't know what the national anthem is now, but I bet it was God Save the Queen before in Australia. Okay, you know what? Chris is in here. Troy, his... his Troy's uh, Twitter is Troy Hammo. T R O Y H A M M O. Okay? And he mm-hmm. says Correct. he gets a – okay, that's on Twitter. Uh, who are you? Could you have an elevator speech?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm an Australian living in New Zealand. If you can't really understand my accent, it's because it's pretty screwed. But essentially, I uh, own and run a company called Talent Army. And essentially, we work with mainly with tech startups across New Zealand and Australia and some of the states. And we're um, probably the easiest way to describe us is we're like hybrid between a, a recruitment agency and an RPO where we can either base ourselves or a team in our startup client offices as a head of talent or a virtual head of talent from our office, or we can do more your contingent model. So depending yeah, on okay, what the need is, you can know
0: Don't Don't betray me. Don't let me down, okay? Maureen said you're very interesting. I took her word for it. Uh, Your tweets are very funny. They're lively. Your pictures are good. Don't be boring. Don't be boring when you talk on this show, okay? And you're going to make her, she'll never live it down. She'll never live it down. The other guy disappeared. If you're boring, it reflects badly on her,
2: okay? Okay, so why do you speak at Congress? I'm quite confident you'll think I'm fucking awesome. Okay,
0: good. Mm. Well, well, let's see. Okay, he why, awesome. why, why do you speak at conferences?
2: Why do I speak at conferences? Because I speak the truth yeah. is probably the, the, real, the real truth. So I think I, I'm, I'm what you'd call an anti-thought leader in the recruitment industry. I fucking detest most people that speak at recruiting conferences. And the reason why is they lie and they cheat and they talk about all this stuff that they're not actually doing themselves. They're pretending that they're doing it. And then they cheat their audiences by getting up and spinning all this bullshit about what they're potentially doing in their, in their field, when in reality they're probably doing nothing like that. They, they probably haven't been recruiting in five or six years. And so I guess I am a practitioner. I'm Basically, I try a lot of things, and, and, I, and I don't bullshit people when I get up and talk about recruiting. And so okay, I but give you're, you're there because you're, there there you're,
0: you're a crusader. <laughs> it's some kind of a religious uh, commitment on your part. Okay, you you just want to get the bad guys. That's right. You're insulted by what they're doing. Is that right?
1: Yeah, he doesn't come across uh, like that when he uh, when he presents. uh, No. Are you gonna answer
0: for him, Maureen? Are you gonna (laughs) answer for him? He doesn't come across (laughs) like that. Okay, I got a I got a question for you. I don't want you to name any names, but what kind of you know you're using a lot of rough language on a family show. So this (laughs) deceitful information that these guys are putting out there. What is it? Is it just that they read articles and regurgitate them from the stage? Or uh, are they saying stuff that, just like you claim, is not true at all? Well,
2: no, I is it think, stuff um, they
0: haven't tried I think, or stuff that's not true? Yeah, I
2: think, I think it's probably something that's not right. So they're probably regurgitating stuff that they've heard from other people or read something online and then, and then it at, at a conference. I mean, don't get me wrong, some people are really, really good. Uh, however, I think a lot of them... Uh, do it for the notoriety and the, you know, the esteem or the popularity of being a, a famous recruiter. And so, yeah. and I think what I what I have a problem with is is that young recruiters that are coming up are listening to these people and and listening to them like the gospel, and it's, it's shit.
0: Really? So you think the information is not only not their own experience, you think it's invalid as well, even though it comes from published articles? Uh, you know what? I think yeah, you're I think, wrong. That's I my should, that's my think, my gut tells me you are wrong. Okay, but I'm not going to debate you because I'm not there. Let's move on.
1: Okay. Well, do you want to ask for uh, examples? Do you want to ask for examples? No,
0: he. he I asked already. And subject he, he subject gave me examples. General.
1: Subject examples.
0: He's which, not going to give you, an right? example. I I can tell he's not going to give. Okay. Now mm. Troy says. Troy says. Does anybody else want to say something to Troy before I move on? Anybody? Does anybody want to say hi to say hi
1: Troy? Everyone say hi, Troy. Hey. Is Pauline on the uh, uh, line?
0: Uh,
1: hi, Maureen. Yes, hey. I down down on the... My girlfriend. <laughs>
0: Maureen, this is not yes. a coffee clutch, okay? This okay. is a show.
1: <laughs> is Kathy on the line, my other girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, I Kathy. Am. I heard Kathy <laughs>
0: Manis. Yeah, fine. You, okay, look. Troy says...
3: Hi, girl. Animal, why are you yeah. so... Why are you so obsessed with our politics?
0: That's all I see on, the- on, on, on social media. That's all I see. Give me a break. I can't talk about it anymore. I talked about and it too much to at the show beginning. With and
3: that, with that comment, and you're just so obsessed. I want
0: to know why. I, I already, I'll talk to you offline. I said enough about it already. Troy says this is the most <laughs> – don't make that noise. Don't do it to me, okay? <laughs> Get even some other way. Tro- Troy says that every time you don't personalize your emails, a candidate dies. What does that mean?
2: I, I, I said a source of those. If you're going to quote me, quote okay, me well.
0: <laughs> I I approve what that, I what you said. Okay, I tried to make you look smart. Okay. Go ahead.
2: No, I I think we've come into like this this horrible territory of using LinkedIn in-mail to rely on reaching out to candidates, and it's 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 horrible. It's a really like just ridiculous approach where we're using template emails to send to candidates, and so with 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 me, I sit next to, like, developers. I work in tech. So I sit next to developers every day of the week, you know, because I'm recruiting for their businesses. And I see the emails that come through or the in-mails that come through, and they are atrocious. And they're the exact same template that come through from so many different agencies. And so I, I think it's, it's easy to do recruitment if you really understand who you're recruiting and try and okay, send
0: you know them an what? email that's please, going to be please, personal. Please, 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 please don't be verbose, right? You're just running <laughs> off at the mouth. You're not saying anything. Okay. You, well, no. No, you no. guys don't I, fight me or I'll block you. I want to help this guy be a good guest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I want to help okay. him. Listen,
3: okay.
1: Troy. Okay, you're gonna Troy. You're not going
0: to block take a yes. Maureen, you or. already let me down, okay? Not managing your guys. <laughs> Just take a, step, take a step back. Troy, okay, so you're saying the LinkedIn in mail approach is not good. Can you tell us what specifically is not good, rather than just rumbling on and saying it's no good, it's no good, it's no good. What don't you like about it? And what should it be?
2: So when when you get an email to you, a sales email on LinkedIn, do you get them? Do you get, an, yeah, I, get a LinkedIn, I get I get them all the time. Do you read them or do you do you give them the time of day?
0: I read some. I, I, it depends. It depends on my mood. We're not talking about sales emails. We're talking about recruiting emails. I don't get any of those. It's
2: it's, 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 it's exactly the same thing. So it's a it's, a, it's an approach and it's a sales email. And so I think if you're going to send someone an email, be it an email or an email, you, you need to target them. You need to personalize that. And so I, I, I personally, I've got probably 300 emails in my LinkedIn right now. And I just think it's time to read them all. And so I'll cherry pick through them, the ones that are interesting to me. And so... As a as a recruiting profession, I think there's so many people that just in really really poor approaches to candidates on emails or in mails. Yeah, you told source. us that
0: already. I, okay, what should go into it? What should go? Listen, I'll I'll break it down for you. How much time do you spend personalising your email? Just give me an answer, like ten minutes, twenty minutes, and then we'll take it from there.
2: Probably on average about twenty minutes.
0: Twenty minutes, okay. I mean, yeah, uh,
2: Animal. Uh, what animal. Do
0: you, yeah.
2: Do you yeah. know that I'm here? Who are you? Jerry. Who am I? Jerry's here. Who am I? You know something
0: Even though he about said a, he wouldn't be, here. Hang up. Jerry, you uh, said you I, weren't here. You, go ahead. I looked hang at my up, contract, I
2: and I saw that I got double time pay for this, so I figured <laughs> I'd call in. I'm glad you're
3: on, Jerry.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to squeeze it in uh, here during my family time. This is like prime say. family time in, a, in, in the Midwest.
0: <laughs> you know what? You reckon, reckon the show is already going downhill. you I the show. I can tell. I have a I question for guests. I'm going to ask this guy a question. Kathy. just well, let me finish person. this, and then I'll open it's it up. No, person. no, no, no. Let me finish. The show, let me just talk. Please, everybody. He spends 20 minutes on it. What do you do? Do you do you surf the net and see if the person has a blog and what they put on Twitter and what they put on Facebook and then, you know, find that they like sailing and you like sailing or you like drinking beer and they like drinking beer and then you write
2: about that? What, what do you do exactly, Troy? Yeah, exactly. So you're looking for a hotspot. You're looking for something that's going to be pertinent to them, you know, that's going to draw an emotion that they're actually going to see something and and, like, you understand them a little bit, or at least something that you're talk about. Give an example. Give an
0: example. Give an example now. Go ahead. Example. All
2: right. So so uh, we I was looking for an iOS engineer once, and in New Zealand we've got about, you know, 2 million people here, like out of and 4 million total population. So you can imagine the tech industry is quite small. So finding iOS engineers here in New Zealand is tough. And so I finally found one, and he had... Nothing on any of his social media platforms, like nothing on any of his profiles at all. But one thing I found and I kept seeing was that he had like a real interest in drumming and drumming, like being a drummer was something that he talked about a lot and that was all I could find. And so I essentially was working for this company that actually had a band room. And so I went in and took a photo of their band room and sent an email saying "Hey, that we were looking for a drummer. And so my whole email was guised around, Hey, we're looking for a new band member for this the, you know, the iOS team, etc., and then included a little hyperlink to the actual job and then sent the rest of the email basically around, around music. And so that was this guy's passion. And so he came back to me straight away and said, hey, he gets, you know, 10 emails a day from recruiters looking for iOS engineers, and mine was the only one he'd replied to. And okay, what it was, was the subject the only line? That I found what it,
0: was the subject line? What was the subject
2: line? It was, X company is looking for a new drummer.
0: And he answered that. Okay, who agrees? There's a lot of people, there's experienced people on the line. Jerry's here now, Maureen, uh, Pauline, and Kathy.
1: Jim Durbin here. Jim Durbin's here. Yeah. Okay, Jim Durbin. Who agrees? Yeah, good. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Who agrees
0: that it's worthwhile to spend 20 minutes on an email? Who agrees? I do. Kathy
2: Manis?
0: How
3: yeah? much do you make off the placement? I do. do it? I do. And I think it, that was brilliant
0: what he did. It was great. Okay. Uh uh-huh. Jim Durbin, okay. just asked
1: a question. How much do you make off Jim, the
0: placement? Jim, a regular fee. Uh, Go ahead, uh, Troy. A regu- what, um, well, what percentage did you get on that guy?
2: Uh, it really depends because I do it different between RPOs. So I do hourly rate and then No, on that guy. So Basically. it can be. Oh, on that guy specifically, it was like an hourly rate anyway, so there was no contingent fee.
0: Okay. Hourly rate. But he's he recruited a the guy. That's what that's why but does anybody okay so Kathy, Jerry, are you still there or did you punch out again? He's gone. Okay. Maureen, twenty minutes. You support it? Maureen, twenty minutes?
1: Uh, it seems long to me, but I'm not in that part of it. You know, I'm on the okay, front end of it.
2: Okay. So. Okay, thank so, you. So can Colleen. I can I ask a question to ever I'll ask a question to everyone else. How long how no, many no, candidates no, you No, 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 wait a You wait by. your
0: turn. You wait. <laughs> Pauline I'm, I'm them, a hidden guys here. How I'm looking at the population was. Pauline. Who was
1: that, Jim Durbin?
0: Yeah, they're yeah, in a bar. I'm talking so to, to Jim. Me louder. <laughs> okay, I'm giving Pauline a chance. Do you want to answer? Well, if you're well she yeah. runs a, she runs two businesses. If one of your recruiters is spending 20 minutes on every email, are you going to say that's okay? She's I think gone. it's
3: great because
1: really, hey, I'm still here. But
0: okay, go you ahead. Know, if
1: you understand a twenty twenty-five thousand dollar fee. I mean, 20 minutes to write an email. It's it's worth it. Do
0: it. Okay, if it cashes in, right?
3: Well, if it's a hard to place position, and how many drummer, you know, people, you know, engineers, like he said, that uh, that had nothing on their profile can you attract? And it would take him a lot longer to go through lists of names. He found someone who had the qualifications, and did 20 minutes worth of research, and
0: and got okay. a hit. Okay, okay, no, it works for him. I just want to prove it and see if the other experienced people agree, okay? It doesn't sound like Jim agrees, but Pauline does. And, and so sure. Troy's got a question. Pauline, I mean, Troy, what's your question? Do you remember it still?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was just My question was, like, on average, how many candidates are you talking to a day and how many emails are you sending a day? Because I, I just find that the better you get at recruitment, the lazier and easier it becomes because you don't have to speak to that many you can a get better at like identifying who are the right ones, and then b get better at getting a reply or getting a conversation with them straight away. So uh-huh. I, I can't tell them why you would wait, waste waste time just spa- spamming a whole bunch of people in the hope uh-huh. that you like that theory for me is that you're throwing shit against the wall and hoping some of it's going to stick.
0: Yeah right. You just you just want to use all the bad words. Okay, go ahead. I can't <laughs> stop you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: If, if the other guy would have showed up, I could have put you on
0: mute. You... <laughs> Go along. Look, look, how come you don't phone people? How come you're sending them in-mails or something like that?
2: I definitely don't send um in-mails. I do phone people occasionally, I, but I work in the tech industry, and so I, and I mainly work with the developers. And so developers don't answer their phone during the day. You know, They just will – they write their headphones on, and so – the, I go to the platforms where they are on. So they're on email, they're on Slack and chat, and they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook. And so if I want to get a reply, I go to where they're actually going to reply to me. If I, I do call, and it's quite funny since Marines talk here in Australia and New Zealand, we we have a bit of a chuck around the office now when we actually do pick up the phone once in a while and we say, Hey, we're going to we're going to do a Marine here and call someone. It's very seldom that we actually call someone in in text these days. And uh-huh. so what
1: happens and when it, you it, call? It have... I'm just curious, just curious.
2: Uh-huh. I, I, I called someone yesterday, here's a funny story for you, and I had to go through like three different channels to actually get to the right department in technology, and by the time I finally managed to get through, um, they said, oh, look, so no one in there actually has any phones.
1: <laughs> no one has any phones?
2: No one had any phones in this technology department. They all mm-hmm. have the are little laptops only and that's it. Yeah, but
1: I'm finding okay. that too. Yeah. I'm finding that uh-huh. too in the development departments. That's
2: a new development yeah, in the I, last couple of years. If, if there I are I other ways to get field, in. I'd, I'd be on the I'd be on the phone more, but I I just find through you know through gut instead of where they are where they it wait,
3: out. Wait, wait a minute, hold on. I'm curious. Did you get
1: to anybody?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I ended up getting in through Twitter. I just How de- did you get ended in? Twitter.
1: Through Twitter, I
2: okay, didn't. Thanks. I didn't get involved by the phone. Once they said that there was no phones in that department, I just gave up and went straight back to Twitter and connected with him on Twitter. He followed me, and then I DM'd him, and then you know I was speaking to him an hour later on his mobile.
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So
1: there, okay. there's a possible yeah. hire on Twitter. Animals always asking, have you hired anybody on Twitter?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, you oh, know, your buddy, you, your buddy, uh, Chris Long, he says if you're not using Facebook to recruit on. You're just silly. Do you agree with him?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I spend probably more time uh, my communication with candidates these days more time on Facebook Messenger than any other platform.
0: Really? Can you tell us? First of all, are you sending your email? Are you sending emails to work, or are you sending in mails through LinkedIn? These twenty-minute well, uh, jobs. I,
2: I never send LinkedIn emails. I I flat out refuse. I haven't sent one in years and years. Okay, how do you find
0: the email addresses? How do you find the email addresses?
2: So, I mean, the easiest one here in New Zealand, it's like two degrees of separation. So if they're here in New Zealand, I'll know someone that knows them and I can get their email address as a worst case scenario. But otherwise, I'll um, connect with them on LinkedIn until I get their LinkedIn So I'll just happily connect with someone without, like, sending them a mail at all. And if they connect with me, I'm assuming that I'm a recruiter, so they're at least interested in what I have to say. Um, I'll use, like, you know, email tracking tools or finding tools if I really have to. But, I mean, the the absolute truth is using one's a small place.
0: Which tools?
2: (laughs) Which tools do I use? Yeah. Um, Which one am I using at the moment? Hang on. I'll go back to my desk.
0: No, 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 you don't have time for that, okay?
2: You don't know. Say, okay. I don't
0: know, okay? It's a show. This is a show. Don't you understand?
1: People have to be <laughs> in at him. Well, no, he's yeah, not, he not to even give him. Give he's a trying answer. to rick it. He's trying to it, okay? No, now, Pauline,
0: not. I got a question. Pauline, don't you know God Save the Queen? Couldn't you sing with me? <laughs> Shame on you. No, because that's, Shame that's, on that's you. not a
3: national anthem anymore. We,
0: it's got to be Queen.
1: I looked up the lyrics as you Yeah, were
0: but don't you know them. it? Don't you know it, Pauline? You couldn't have yeah, sang with I me. It's something sing. that we got in common. Okay, <laughs> really this guy wants.
1: Like a I'm not singing
0: anything. I don't care. Okay, now he wants to talk about Facebook Are now. You go crabby. ahead. Hey, did
1: you get a nap in today? I told you to I go
0: am nap. Crabby. It's 6 o'clock. hell? Yeah, okay? <laughs>
1: What's the matter with you? You don't play cards. I'm trying to manage the
0: show. The guy's hard to—he uh, doesn't understand what showmanship is, okay? Yes, I'm he does. To you should him. see
1: him on stage. He's a He's showman. He's not on
3: stage
0: now. He doesn't well, yeah, understand he the radio.
3: You're cutting okay. him off. Doesn't have a yeah. chance. I am Stop. not. I am he said not. He had something really no interesting
1: book. that caught my attention, and and it's one reason why I asked you to have him on the show. And he said, um, "Recruiting in America is like shooting fish in a barrel." Do you remember seeing that, Troy?
2: I do. It's, it's like, it's it's so easy over there.
1: Yeah, tell us about that.
2: Well, you, you, you have so many people. I mean, You have so many people. So imagine, like, for me, recruiting, there's probably, what, you know, maximum 70,000, I'm taking an absolute wild guess here, 70,000 IT professionals that I can reach out to. There's, there's probably 70,000 in Los Angeles, you know, like, that I could reach out to. So it's, it, it and they're all like just sitting so there waiting for you to call them, and they don't nope. have
0: jobs already. That's a grass is greener you know kind of it's, phenomenon. It's this cl-
2: is what single is. It's clear that you guys aren't say. spending more than, go, more than two it's, minutes it's, recruit like sending an email. So you, uh, every time I speak to an American. To, Eve, what, so, there's Jim 12 right, million people in New York. There's 12 million yeah. people in New York. Why is it that pretty women have such a hard time locking down a man? That's irrelevant,
0: okay? I don't want to talk about Brooklyn. I you women kidding me? That
2: is, that is exactly the point. That is <laughs> don't be, do go Maureen on <laughs> me, okay? Okay, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> about <laughs> Facebook. Wait a minute, Let's come talk on. About this is an interesting
0: subject. Let's talk about Facebook, please. I'm the, I'm in charge. Listen to me, okay? Let's <laughs> talk. You, you spend a lot of time on Facebook. You spend a lot of time on Facebook. How do, you, what do you do yeah. there, okay? Give us the details.
2: I, I, it's just a communication platform. So I don't, like, I, I do, I've got, I used to get emails from Facebook. So obviously you used to use, like, that at Facebook.com hack to get their email address. Um, I don't yeah. source on, on Facebook. I, I think that's bullshit. I, New Zealanders don't really put their work or company on their Facebook profile anyway. So I don't really yeah. source on Facebook. I just use it as a tool to communicate. And so it's one of those things that mean? people like. What do you mean? So, so if, you, if you get a Facebook message, you look at it. It's, it's one of those things that when Facebook's little notification goes off, people are just drawn to it. And so I find that I get a much better reply rate if I Facebook message someone than I do if anywhere else. And, and to be honest, like most recruiters are scared of using it. I think it's hilarious. And so I'm going to use it until, until recruiters go and smash that like they've done onto to LinkedIn.
0: But how do you get through to these people? Because are, are they your friends already, or do you friend them? I mean, you can't send the messages unless you're the friend, Right. Not
2: true. You no, can You can. You can. No. You can. You can. Yes. And if you send them from, you're about three them years them behind them behind, them Animal. You know. Am I? If you send it, so there's no yeah. no
0: such thing as an other mailbox anymore.
2: The, there is if you send it from a desktop. If you send it phone to phone, it goes straight through.
0: Oh, okay, well, it's a you notification work on the phone. now. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. really, a recruiter a recruiter has to work on the phone these days. Is that right? <laughs>
2: Work on the phone. No, uh, sending, yes. Yeah, you use Facebook Messenger app on your phone. You hate to you say, don't say that, don't you,
1: Troy? You hate to say oh,
2: that? Oh, no. Come on,
0: say
2: it, say it. I'd happily <laughs> use the phone, but I just, my, my target market doesn't pick you up the phone. You use different so No, not, no, no. I, don't I didn't okay. not it like that.
0: Maureen, yeah. yeah. he has to use the I know, phone. To I know. use the oh, app.
1: I'm teasing. That do not mean he's calling people,
0: but he's got to use the software on the phone. I can. it. you can't use it on the desktop. I get it. Okay, well that no That's one's good. ever said that here before. No right, one's ever it's said interesting. that. Mhm. Yeah, I got to do an ad, okay? Hey everybody, okay. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Some recruiting software is biased. They'll tell you that they like you and I'm sure they do, right? But after a while, you know they like some other kind of recruiting better, right? Maybe they like staffing companies or direct hire or executive search and you say to yourself, Why is software so particular? Isn't there a recruiting software that loves everybody? And I'm here to tell you that yes, Virginia, there is. And it's called PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter is for everyone. They don't play favorites. They love every kind of recruiting equally. PC Recruiter doesn't care what kind of recruiter you are. If you're a recruiter, they love you. So Check them out, even if you're Australian or from New Zealand, at PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net. They love everybody. Okay? Now... Even you, yes. That's right, Maureen. Okay, well, look, I don't like being angry, but I, I like to get some content in the show. And, you know, the guests are not professional uh, interviewees. They don't know how to get to the point. They say, oh, I sent them a message. They don't tell us what's in the message. Oh, I sent them an email. They don't say how they found the email or how they got the message to them, and I have to beg, beg, beg for those details. So that's why I'm yelling at you, Troy. You don't have to feel bad or go away crying like your little buddy, Chris Long, okay?
2: Well, <laughs> no, that's oh, right. I know on. that the, the best interviews are done by when the, interview, like, the interviewer actually controls the show. And so, unfortunately, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, think, I think you, you, you should um, be a bit more conducive into running a, a good interview. That is. Uh, that I is don't know what you said I, subject, I don't know what subject you said on subject violence there. He's
1: on your side, animal Jim Dover yeah, wants just, to know saying, how hard I'm or how easy it is I'm just to recruit saying yeah,
2: in New you, Zealand. Yeah, uh, Okay, I
0: got a question I got a question I can't hear Jim Jim's not on a good phone today This guy from Australia is on a better phone than Jim I gotta, I'll got. say something I'll, I'm I'll in a bar, something, animal
2: something. I'm drinking a beer, there's music, that's why
0: uh, Is Steve Levy beside you? It's not noisy enough for him Okay <laughs> There you go. Okay. <laughs> What's your question, Jim? Say it loud, and I'll, I'll let it go through.
2: So I was making a comment about Queen subject on Queen subject violence.
0: What? Well, let's leave that behind, okay? I don't know. I don't know what it is, okay. Look, do you do you ask candidates their salary? Jim's been
2: drinking beer, yeah. okay,
0: and it shows, okay. Do you ask candidates their salary?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I ask them straight out, "What's your current salary?"
0: How do you do that? How do you do it?
2: I just drop it. I just drop it straight into conversation. So if I'm talking to them and I will say, "Okay, great," and so we need to get to the salary question, "What's your current salary?" and then I just stay quiet. And then nine times out of ten, they'll give me their current salary, and I will say, "Okay, great. We can, we can match, or we can give you a pay rise, and this is what they're looking to pay." I just find that if you do it the other way around, you, you lose control of that conversation or that situation.
0: Okay, if you get in touch with somebody, you're on the phone finally, and you say the first thing they say to you is, how much is it paying? What do you say?
2: I'll just say it. We'll get to it at the end, and then I keep talking. And so oh, I, interesting. I, I like to control that situation. For me, and, and I think I'm, I'm known for being quite an integrity-driven recruiter. That's one thing. One of the reasons why I've done well is I'm not there to – cheat or lie to anyone and salaries it's it's an easy question i can a a with the salary band that i'm working with for a client get your pay rise or not and so it's a really simple thing for me at the end i'll just say hey cool what's your salary they'll say x and i'll say all right great this is what they're currently paying so where do you see yourself are you looking for a pay rise is it not important to you and i mean in tech it's not really as pertinent salary it's a lot of them aren't looking for salary they're looking for challenge and so as much as that's crazy to people that don't work in tech it's it's the truth and so it's quite an easy thing in tech
0: okay, so uh, okay i'm not 100 percent clear you ask them what they're earning they tell you and if they say what are you paying what do you say
2: so if you, if you ask me at the start of the interview like, what's, the, no, no, what's no no the, what's no we're the at the salary? end
0: already we're at the end oh, right, we're right. at the end troy I, and and I so, know, I, you already know what I'm earning, and I say back to you, I say, Troy, what are they paying here? And what do you say?
2: All right, so so you, if you've told me you're earning 100000 I know this role paying up to $120,000. I would say this role is paying up to 120000
0: Okay, now is not a problem I them, if you tell them the top end. If you tell them the top end, are they going to claim the top end even if the company doesn't think they're worth the top end?
2: Yeah, well, I, I, so I don't say to them, "This is how much they're going to pay." I say they're all paying up to one hundred and twenty thousand, and so I try. Yeah,
0: and and, and so they get an offer at one hundred and ten, and they say, "Well,
2: I'm worth one hundred and twenty. You you've got that in yeah, your but, pay
0: range. Why can't I get the top end?"
2: Yeah, well, if I don't think they're if I don't think they're worth one hundred and twenty, I might not tell them one hundred and twenty. I might say it's paying around that same salary. But if, if I think they're worth one hundred and twenty, I'll I'll tell them that the the payment. Okay. Range. It's, it's so not, first I you tell us about sorry. your negotiations. Wait, wait a second oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. Okay you told us all about your integrity And now you're saying you'll lie to them right <laughs> Isn't that what happened Isn't that just what happened I'll tell them no, 120, but then if I if I think they're not worth 120, I'll say less even though the range really is up to 120. Oh, That's what yeah, it well, like. they're going to gonna me.
3: remember the last number they were quoted. If they if he says up to 120, up to, they're not going to remember the up to. They're going to remember the 120. Period.
0: Yeah, okay, but he doesn't tell them 120 even when it is 120 if he doesn't feel like it, which is a smart thing to do, I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what, Kathy? Everybody, is like, it, you're it, on a good it, phone it, today, is too. Hard,
2: is this a hard conversation mm-hmm. in North America, like salary negotiation?
0: Yeah, well, right now there's a whole thing in Massachusetts. You know, that's uh, the state where Boston is in. And uh, yeah. they passed a law that you can't ask anybody what their salary is because they're worried about people getting low-balled by the uh, company. If they know you're making a lower salary, they'll try to give you lower than the market rate that they would have to pay somebody else. So it's a, it is, it's a big issue here now. Okay.
2: Sure. So yeah. Everybody's
0: talking about it all the time. Okay. Um, let me see. How do you I'm do lawyer. business development? How do you do business development?
2: I don't do, I, I'm pretty lucky that I haven't had to do BD since I started. To, I mean, I'm yet to make a sales call. I'm sure that'll change. And I, um, I'm slowly looking forward to that that day because I am a sales guy by you know by nature but I'm pretty fortunate that New Zealand's a small place and if you do good here people talk.
0: Why did you move to New Zealand to get married to I don't want to stretch this out I'm just curious. Why did you go there?
2: Oh uh, uh, my my wife said we were moving to New Zealand to buy a house and have kids and as a good husband I just smiled and nodded and, and then okay,
0: said yeah. I'll give it a year and,
2: and it's been nine. It,
0: okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. So, but how would you do business development? I'm wondering if you've got a tip for us. Since you say you're a good salesperson, how would you do it? How should recruiters go about doing business development?
2: I, I think look for companies that everyone's not going after. I mean, in New Zealand, we have obviously a smaller population. We have less companies, but we have so many bloody recruiters. And so it's, it's literally they get just like smashed on the phone every day by recruiters. And so I, I'd say look for that. I, I prefer working with startups. A, because like, they're not getting spoken to by recruiters. Recruiters think that they don't have any money and so they won't go anywhere near them, where yet the tech startups will raise anywhere between sort of $1 to you know, $60 million in Series A, Series B, which is most of it's mm-hmm. going to go on, a lot of it's going to go on recruitment. And so mm-hmm. I think look for, look for those obscure companies that you can work with for a long period of time. Take, get them at the start as they're growing and then grow with them. Everyone goes after what we, you know, do you call them preferred supplier agreements over there? PSAs where you have, you know, like big banks and you're a list of suppliers. Everyone's going yeah. out to these and they're such a waste of time for me. They really are. Like, we have this all-of-government contract here in Wellington, New Zealand, which is the capital here, where everyone thinks you need to be on this all-of-government contract. But I think now what we've found after two years, it's a poison chalice because, A, your rates are much lower, B, you're competing against 44 other agencies. Where If you work on the fringes and work with customers directly and exclusively, it's much easier. So how,
0: do you think, how do you identify these startups? How do you identify and get in
2: before anybody else? I think you've got to be in the community, and I think that's the difference. If you, if you get really good as a recruiter, you need to really like, be in that community. You can't be on the edges and, you know, and, and a shark-type salesperson just always trying to stab in to get a deal. You need to invest that time, to go and actually put yourself in the community. So go to these meetups, go to these events and actually listen for the first couple of times and just understand what the community does and then start to make friends with people in the industry. And once you've got friends in the industry, it's easy. They'll support and grow and help you. And I think that the true way to do business development in, in tech to recruitment for me is to actually have a referral, is to have people pass you around. And the only way you can do it is you've got to invest the groundwork at the start. And so...
0: So hold on a second. So you go to these meetups, you stand around with people you don't know, just listening, and then eventually somebody says, who are you? You say, I'm a recruiter, and they say, hey, I need somebody. Can you call me tomorrow and we'll talk? Is that exactly what happens?
2: That's just the absolute idealistic one, but no. You you go and you participate and you ask questions, and you like generally, If you're generally interested in the, in the subject matter, not, like, a lot of the times I'm not, I'm not actually even talking about who I am, we're just talking and then next thing at the end they've got well who are you anyway? and like, I'm a recruiter and the, I think if you, don't, if you don't ask for their business straight away like every other recruiter does and just basically learn and understand they'll, they'll come straight back to you or they'll, they'll refer you to someone and so okay, I just tell
0: an you're not a developer, you're not a techie what kind of questions can you ask that are in, interesting to them?
2: What do you assume that?
0: Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Are you a techie? Are you a developer? Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I'm a, I'm a part time developer. So I've been probably about six years ago now, been tinkering away and teaching myself. And so it's something okay. that I'm genuinely interested in. That's why I find it easy.
0: Okay, so if you're a recruiter but you don't know anything about programming except the buzzwords, you can't go to a meeting like that and fit in.
2: Yeah, I think you can, but I think we do it the wrong way as recruiters. We notoriously go in and we we're looking for an opportunity to recruit straight away, and so we ruin it for ourselves by saying, "Yeah, I'm a recruiter. These are my fees. This is why I can find you. These are the candidates that I've got." And that's that's the way that we've been doing it for years, and it clearly doesn't work. It's not. We're pissing more people off than we're actually, you know, like becoming partners with. And so you need to invest. And I think if you if I was working, you know, in a different field and had to start again, that's, that's the way I would do it again. I would play the longer game where I'd go in and actually build my network first before I go out and then start calling people. And so now I'm quite fortunate now I get to the point where I don't need to pick up the phone every day and call people or pick up the phone at all. I literally, my a lot of my work now just comes in by email. Someone said, hey, Troy, you need to meet so-and-so. And, and, it's, much easier and uh, it's, it's much easier and sustainable to build a business that way. I As my business grows and I'm... I'm at that point where if, if I grow too many people now in my company, we've got five, soon to be six, then we'll have to like eventually look at one day letting them jump on the phone and make sales because it becomes a smaller market and we need all, you know, they need to go out and make their own, make their own clients. But um, I'm, I would prefer to keep us boutique and move to the next city and then start again there and do the same way rather than having to scrap and fight over work.
0: Okay, but I don't understand when you said if I started over again in a different field, I'd build my network first, then I'd start looking for business. What does that mean?
2: So if I was, what are you recruiting? What, what, uh, generalist. what
0: field? Generalist. generalist. You, so refer- you talk, pick right. anybody. Pick anybody.
2: Yeah. All right. Or any
0: hypothetical.
2: So, if, I, so if, I'm, if I'm recruiting in engineering, the first thing I would do is I would, like, you know structural mechanical engineering is I would go and meet people in structural mechanical engineering and I would understand what that space is to a degree I would try and find as much as I can so go out to meetups and really just start learning go out to events go out to anyone just just talk to people over a beer um, and then just start finding out and then the more and more I find out the more the easier it is for me to can kind of start connecting dots and then then someone might say well if you're looking alone you should go and meet so-and-so and then so-and-so will say well, actually, if you're looking to recruit in this space, you should talk to so-and-so. And, and I, I just find that easier. Sure, if I need to go out and make money tomorrow, I would have to pick up the damn phone and just, just call through people, you know, as many as I can until I can get an opportunity to make a placement. But it's, it's like crack cocaine, you know? Like, I hear, just l- can
1: I interrupt? If I had yeah. to make yeah. money tomorrow, I would just pick up the phone. Is that what you said?
2: Yeah, indeed, indeed. If mm-hmm. if I if I If I literally had, you know no money right now, and I was starting a business, I would pick up a phone. But I'm, I, I can't, I, I think you can't sustain that way, keep doing it that way. It doesn't, it's proven that it doesn't work. You know, if you, want, if you want long, fruitful relationships with clients where you don't have to be a salesperson all the time, then you need to invest in, at the start, you need to really truly understand them and partner with them. And so most of my clients now, I have keys to their offices, I have, I email from their email domain or their accounts, I am in their Slack channels and their IM channels, and so I'm truly like a partner with them. I I really work with them, and so it's much, a it's much harder to kick me out if I'm doing a bad job, which obviously I'm not. But b, you know, I I truly understand them, and so that that for me is much easier. I I call it the Jerry Maguire methodology of recruitment. It's less clients, more business, and so I don't need to keep chasing around looking for work like most recruiters, because I've got all these clients that are giving me consistent work, and some of my clients now. I've got them on a monthly retainer where some months they, they may not even recruit, but I'm still invoicing them, and some months they may go crazy and I may, you know, may lose a bit of money on them for that month. But in the, over, the, over the year, it, it works out quite beneficial. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so you're as close to your clients as Jerry was to Cuba Gooding, right? Jerry Maguire, not Jerry Albright, who disappeared. Okay, so uh, I got one more question about that. You said, okay, if I'm recruiting in structural engineering, uh, it's something new to me. I'm going to go out to these meetups and sit up, sit across from someone over a beer and uh, talk to them. Again, what are you, what can you possibly talk to a structural engineer about that he or she is going to find interesting when you're new to the field?
2: Themselves. People love hmm. to talk about themselves. What do you do? How do you do it? I need to understand it. How did you learn it? What do you, what, what do, you do next? What would I want to do? How, would I, how should I, if I want to learn about what you're doing, where would I start? What books should I read? What website should I go to? What affiliations should I join? What other people should I talk to? People love talking about themselves. And so yeah, I don't you, think they do love talking you,
0: about themselves, especially when you, you come there and what you're saying essentially is, I'm a newbie. I want you guys to teach me so I can start, you know, be a good recruiter. Is that essentially what you're doing, what you're suggesting? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to do an ad, then I'll open it up to questions. Hey, everybody. Now a word from our sponsor, PC Recruiter, in case you forgot. Everybody is always claiming that text and social media are now the hot new forms of communication. But really, we all know that email still rules the roost. Although we and our buddy here says Facebook is his preferred uh, method, but he still uses email as well, okay? Anyway, PC Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. It works with your mobile phone accounts and always shows you're connected, you're sent and received email for every candidate in hiring authority. So take a look at it, pcrecruiter.net, pcrecruiter.net, and you know that makes me want to ask the guest again a question: Are people going to be working with email in the future, or is it really uh, these messaging services? Is that really the best way to go? Is email secondary now?
2: Uh, yeah, I think right now, I. I've got so many emails in my inbox, it's just hard to keep up. And so email is like probably the last place I will check uh, consistently. And so if you if you text me, if you Facebook me, if you Slack me, if you DM me on Twitter, I'm going to respond to that a lot quicker. And so my like even my voicemail, if you call my phone, it says, hi, you've called Troy, please don't leave me a voicemail. I never checked them. Please send me a text. And so I think it's we're so used to that quick instant form of communication now that we that's, that's where we'll go first in small, small little snippets of conversation rather than sending this big long email or this big long conversation i can have quick fire conversations go back and forth and say yes no and then move forward so i like i think email's always going to be around of course but um, if you if you want to actually start a conversation with someone it's it's much easier to start in a small small bite on a you know on a text or a, a Facebook message or a DM, but, but you don't
0: you don't you don't texting you don't make your first pitch to somebody via text. Doesn't sound like that, right? No,
2: yes, some, some, sometimes. Sometimes. Really? Not, not as really? often as I will on Facebook Messenger or Twitter okay. or something. But like it that.
0: sounded to us it sounded to us like your first pitch was from email. Now you're saying no. Is your first pitch on Facebook usually?
2: So it, if well, let me think of that. I would say my first pitch would be via probably Facebook Messenger, Twitter DM, then email, then text, then call.
0: Okay. Anybody else got? Anybody got a question now for our friend? You see, it's working now, Maureen. I don't interrupt him when he says something good. Anybody mm-hmm. got a question for Troy Hammond? Troy Hammond. Yeah. Anybody got a Jim question Durban for does. Troy? It,
1: Jim Durbin does. Go ahead,
0: Jim. Get in. He's in.
2: He wants did, to I didn't know, I've oh, just been typing stuff. I'm busy drinking. He asked about 60%. the,
1: um, is it true that the income tax in New Zealand is over 50%? That's one
0: question.
2: No, that's not true. Who cares true. about that? I don't want to, he I don't does. care It's
0: it only for expats? And, you know what, this um, show's about recruiting, not about taxes.
1: You don't think Go ahead. taxes impact recruiting? Are you one of those?
0: What are you talking about? I mean, they, all these people are trapped in New Zealand. It's supposed to be a nice place. Even you said it's nice, right? They're not going to move because of taxes. Troy, well, do you uh, think
2: you're trapped? No, definitely not. I think it's fantastic. It's a fantastic place, and and we're all really secretly hoping Donald Trump becomes president so that more Americans move here.
0: <laughs> do do yeah. you, sir? Okay. You know what? They'll never leave. Sure. They always and threaten it's... to come to Canada. They'll never leave. That's all never lonely. leave. We just, they'll they'll never and, and the rest of the, the world will keep beating up. down their doors
1: to get in here.
0: Yeah, look, you're talking to a Trump supporter right now. She posted all kinds of pictures of herself holding make, do... make America Great. Stuff, okay? <laughs> 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 okay, I'll ask you some questions. Nobody else When Hillary, wants Hillary comes to
1: town, I'm going to Hillary's.
3: Hillary's gathering.
1: What is, what
0: is it? What is it? What is it? Question.
3: Question. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey Joy, um what's going on technically over there uh, in New Zealand? What are your clients hiring in IT? It, IT? What's the platform that's hot?
2: What What are the main roles that I'm hiring? Is that your question in tech?
3: Uh, not the roles, but the tech. Are they Are they Are they done uh, uh, Are you guys still doing Java? What's going on?
2: Yeah, it's it's moving. It's like probably Ruby on Rails, uh, PHP, uh, probably the most we're recruiting at the moment uh, a lot of a lot of it depends like so there's a lot of there's always going to be a lot of .NET it's just notorious it's a a lot of companies there but most of the startups now using quicker fire so Ruby on Rails that it's moving towards Elixir a lot of JavaScript so heaps of Node heaps of Electron heaps of React and so mostly web-based application developers
3: do you find that uh, that your clients are ages uh are they uh all looking for the uh, senior person with two years of experience? Are they open to people who have been in other technologies you know but uh, have learned or want to move into the new or are they ages
2: like well, it, here? D- it depends on it, de- it depends on who the companies are um I think like most people you know if it's as a general rule, most developers who are working in SaaS like companies are younger and have learned the most new modern technologies but I personally don't care. A lot of my clients don't care what sex, what race, what religion, what, you know, what age they are. As long as they can do the job and as long as they're not a dick, you know, then it's it's all about culture fit and it's all about tech skills. So. Yeah. You guys yeah, have probably, a big oh,
0: Who is this? Who are you? It's Janet.
2: It's Janet
0: Fire. Hi, Michael. Hi, Janet. You didn't, didn't say It's Janet. Okay. Go ahead. Any, anything else? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know who yep. she is. Okay. Hey, Any other questions, Janet? Okay, uh, I got a weather, question.
3: How's the weather in New Zealand right Forget now? Forget it.
0: Ah, huh? uh, uh, no. What <laughs> kind of Chrome extensions? What Chrome extensions do you use the most? We're talking about recruiting here. Took a long time to get to it. What Chrome extensions?
2: Uh, look, I don't use a whole heap of Chrome extensions. Chris, Chris Long was meant to be your tech tool guy. I use like a lot of the ATSs that I use, like Boomerang, Sidekick, and, and a few of them, but I mean, I don't get into the like the hundreds and hundreds of technology that everyone goes on about. It's it's all crap. Candidates are easy to find. It's how you engage and how you you know approach them is, is the hard part. And you know it's 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 funny to me that everyone's made recruitment this wannabe science now. It's it's bullshit. You know if candidates are really really easy to find, you just need to know how to engage with them, and then that's the tricky part. Once you can figure that out, you can speak to less of them and you can place more of them.
0: Really, they're easy to find. How come they're easy to find?
2: Because everyone now has like some sort of profile. Everyone now is doing something. Like everyone's online of some description. And so yeah. I think was it more in and, and I'm not sure what your. Someone said something about there's only like 30% of people on the internet. Um, at a conference in Sydney, uh, I thought that was crazy to me. Um, I, uh huh, you
0: no,
2: know, I'm yet. Yet to not find a trace of someone that I need to.
0: Okay. So you've got these – you're saying everybody's online. You're using their online profiles to find them. Don't you use any tools to identify those profiles?
2: No. Look, I, I'm one of these recruiters that will openly say I use LinkedIn the most to find people. And if I can't find them on LinkedIn, then I'll go and find, use other tools. And so um, – but it's, it's very seldom now in New Zealand that people aren't on LinkedIn.
0: Okay, so you use LinkedIn, in, and, and, and you do use other tools, but, you know, it's like pulling teeth to get the names out of you. You're saying it's not a significant part of your work. Now, you also say that you're a good salesperson, right? And you're also saying that approaching people the right way is a big deal. Do you ever try to persuade somebody who rebuffs you and you know, they say, you know, Troy, uh, I don't want to move, and you tell them that this is a good move, they should consider it? Do you ever do that?
2: Yeah, definitely. If I think it's a good move for them, yes. Uh, if I think okay, it's so a good they end, say then, no,
0: well, they... they say no, but the sale begins when the customer says no. Is that what you do?
2: hundred uh, percent. I'm a sales guy. I I started in sales before recruitment, and so you know, the, the old theory, thing, you, know, you don't stop until you get getting three nos, is quite relevant to me. Um, if if, but you know you've got to be able to understand and like say if I know that I'm wasting my time on you then I'll go and invest it somewhere else but if I think that it is a chance that uh, and I'll say to these people go and have a coffee with my client and then decide tell me after after the coffee or come and have a coffee with me or let's have a conversation about it and then decide and if they still say no then I'll move on or if I if I'm super passionate about them there was one guy recently there's a VP of engineering at a big successful company here that no one thought he would ever, ever leave this company. He was, like, integral to the company. And so I must have spent a month and a half chatting to this guy maybe four or five times in different platforms. And, and, and in the end, I said, come and meet me for a coffee. And if if you don't like it, you know, you haven't wasted anything except I'll pay for the coffee. And then when he turned up, I said, actually, you're going to meet me and the client. And so he... Ended up doing extremely well. Ended up loving the job so much that he's now employed there. And I think it was like it might have been prior times that he said no to me, but I knew the the minute he met this client that they would get along so well.
3: Yeah, but what do you do okay. for people that um, if if you can't meet them locally, then then what do you do?
2: If I can't meet them locally, yeah, so I mean if I, they're not yeah.
3: local, I mean do you only recruit in New Zealand or do you recruit in the? Yeah, an- no, I,
2: yeah, I recruit okay. in New Zealand, Australia, Australia and the States. Okay. Uh, I used to recruit in Canada. So you, not anymore.
3: you may not be able to meet someone for coffee in Los Angeles. So how yeah, would, yeah, your, but
2: would
3: your sales pitch differ then?
2: Well, I think, so understand, go back to my thing about I spend more time researching a candidate to approach them in the first place. And so usually when I've approached a candidate, I have a better relationship with them than most candidates because I've at least understand them a little bit where they're going to come back receptive to me. And so straight away, I think I have a better relationship with candidates because I invest more time in getting to know them before I approach them. And so if someone comes back to me, usually if it's a no, usually it comes back with, hey, no, Troy, but you should probably talk to these people. And so if someone's refer- like referring people straight away, I know that they're probably not interested. I'm not going to waste my time with them. But if they're just like, oh, look, it's not the right time, etc., etc. et cetera, et cetera and they're in the States and I'm here in New Zealand, I'll say, here, jump on a peer-in. It's a video conference tool I use. Let's go and have a chat, and I want to talk you through these things. Does 4 o'clock tomorrow or 4 o'clock Tuesday work for you? And then I'll just try them that way. And if they still refuse to meet me, I'll ask them, you know, what are your concerns about this opportunity? Is it something about the company itself or is it you just don't, do you not want to change roles? And then if they say, oh, I've got X concern about this company, it's a startup, and I'm worried about this, then I'll say, right, well, let me talk you through that. If they don't, do not want to change roles, then I'll move on. It's a waste of time.
0: Okay, I have a question. So you are willing, you know, some, some recruiters say, I'll never send anybody out to my client unless I know they're very serious about making a move. You're not like that. You're willing to say, look, oh, no. I know you're good for this company. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, Go ahead. A lot of my, a lot of my interviews are, it's a, It's a coffee where they're they're kicking the tire, and so and I'll tell the client that hey this this person looks really, really, really good. She or he is fantastic on paper. I haven't been able to talk to them so much to be able to uh, to identify if they're the right culture fit, but you need to meet them so that we can at least just check. and so this is an opportunity where you need to sell them and so and that's a conversation I have with my clients at the front where I'll say to them, this is how I operate. I'm going to give you access to talent that is, that is probably more passive than you mostly get, and so you'll get an opportunity to sell them when they come. We, we have a real big like, skill shortage here in technology, and so my clients would be stupid to say, I'm not going to meet them unless they're 100% interested in me. And uh, so that, if okay. they, meet, they meet for a copy, and then I'll, I'll try and be there if I can, because I'll wear the sales hat and let the tech person do the tech bit, or if I can't be there, then I'll tell them, you, you, know, you need to sell them. If they're good, you need to win them over.
0: Okay. What? what is, uh, there's no only time for one more question. What question should I ask you? What do you have to tell us that you think I haven't got to? And I got to tell you, the last half hour has been really good. Okay, the first half hour was a struggle. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. I look, um, uh, it, it's been fun. I think uh, I'm I'm super passionate about recruiters need to get better. We really are. Just, it's almost like the heroin addicts. They'll float a candidate out to a company that they've never heard of, and they may get a hit, they may get a placement out of it, and then it's like a drug. They do it again, and it's ruining our industry. All these people, you know, that over the years who have been just doing recruitment really, really poorly and making good money off it, are making it really hard to lift our profession. And so I'm really passionate about let's do this better, let's understand this better, let's let's take that approach where we can deal with less clients and do more business with them. And I think if, once recruiters get around to seeing this, like, it becomes a whole lot easier. You, become, you, you lift your head up when you go to a barbecue and say, yes, I work in recruitment, and yes, I'm proud of it, not coughing as you're saying, I'm a recruiter. And so I'm, I'm super passionate about it, and I hope people you know, like, be proud recruiters. And, and being a proud recruiter means that you need to call people out for their bullshit. You need to, we need to stop all this crap that's happening in our industry and make sure that we're all like, collectively getting better at this.
0: Okay, so you started your own company a year ago. Now you said you've got five or six people there. I've seen pictures of some young women on your your Twitter page. Uh, are they coming in? Are they coming in with no skills and you're training them from scratch? Who are they?
2: They uh, ideally the perfect candidate for me is someone that's been in agency and corporate or internal, as we call it here, because they've got internal uh-huh. experience on both sides. Um, and so most of them have come from that space. So I've got one girl who arrived from italy who started with me when talent army was just a a basically a, a macbook for me and i didn't really even have an office at the time well i had an office but we didn't have any furniture or anything um and so i put them through quite a hard sourcing challenge where i give them these really hard to find skill sets in new zealand and so i let them go off and show me what they can do and so that's we don't advertise our jobs. We, we really only advertise jobs here when we know that we can't fill the job locally and we're going to have to show immigration that we've done some sort of advertisement for it. And so a lot of it is sourcing. And so the sourcing component for me is the biggest one. But then the, the second one is like just not being a dick recruiter. You know, like someone who's got a personality, someone who likes to, you know, do things a little bit differently or likes to try things. And so that, that's a big requirement for me. And so I like, I like people that have, they, they've been in an agency recruitment before because they understand that, that it is a sales game. You do have to sell candidates sometimes. You do have to like, push forward and, and, and make them see an opportunity that they're closed off to. Sometimes you do have to sell you your know, candidates. You know, you have to come back. That's where
0: we'll start. Next time you, when you come back, we'll ask when you say, you've got to make them see the opportunity. I asked you that question before, and that's what, that's what I wanted you to tell us. How do you make do They say no what do you say that makes them see the opportunity? Do you want to answer that question before you go? Should we leave it for another time? Because it's an hour already.
2: Yeah, it's probably a long long answer. So maybe next time. No,
0: go ahead. If you want to. If you want to, I'll do it. Go ahead. Your choice. Yeah. uh,
2: Okay, cool. So if someone says to me, no, I'm not interested, I'll I'll say to them, okay, just let me tell you the story of this company. And and I think – Storytelling is a good way that we can sell a candidate without actually selling them by just saying it's money or it's this or it's a promotion because they, they've heard all that before. And so I'll say, let me tell you the story of this company. And so I'll say, okay, this is, this, is this, this particular company I'm working with now. They started out, and to use an example, they started out as a as a company that was trying to make a film and that be a VR film. And what they discovered was that. The hologram image of a person in VR was atrocious and it was just a really bad experience. And so they actually started the company to create the best possible holograms of people in in, in the world. And so on their journey, this is what's happened, blah, 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 and I'll tell the story. And now they've got to a point where there's some really interesting challenges. And this is the reason why I found you because you've got these skill sets that are going to play in really handy over the next six months because they need to solve this. They need to do this. So you're actually going to find yourself in a position where you get to use a lot of the skills that you already know and love and that you're really good at, but you're actually going to come into an environment that you've never been in before. This, this problem is out there that no one actually solved before. So if you're looking for an opportunity that you want to grow, if you're looking for something that's going to stretch you, then this is the one. And I really think you should need to go in there and have a coffee with them and see it through. And what's the worst thing that can happen to you that you go in and it's not right for you and we find something else for you in the future? And so uh, I think you need to tell the story is... Rather than saying, if, like, we we do it all the time. We say it's going to give you twenty thousand dollars more. It's going to give you a promotion. It's going to give you that. And like, if if that was the case, you could have a hundred different jobs.
0: Okay, Maureen, still there? Yeah, you did well. Great guest. Great well, thank guest. You.
1: It's better thank you. Thank you, Troy. Better
0: that the other guy didn't nice. come on. It's too hard to interview two people at a time. Kathy Manis, thank you. Jim Durbin, I'm sorry I didn't let you talk about women in New York next time. Okay, Pauline. Thanks for coming on and Janet Dwyer. Nice talking to you. Thank you everybody. Go- oh, get me there.